Welcome back to Women Making Moves, where we celebrate the moves that women are making. This is Amy Pons. I'm a master certified life coach and a soul healer. I'm joined today with Philippa Gerling. Philippa has over 30 years of experience establishing new functions and businesses. She was a C-level banking executive before founding Camp Chateau. In 2022, Philippa took on the role of chair and CEO of Camp Penier, a Netherlands-based company focused on establishing and promoting inclusive spaces and experiences. Their first venture is Camp Chateau, a summer camp for women in southwestern France. Philippa has a close connection with the Curcy region, where the camp is situated, having visited her parents' family home there every summer for the past 15 years, and she has a passion promoting and achieving inclusion and belonging. Prior to this role, Philippa served in several C-suite positions in banking and is a qualified risk expert with 20 years of risk experience. She's the author of two textbooks, An Operational Risk, and has taught classes on operational risk and enterprise risk management at Wharton, Claremont, Columbia, NYU, Stern, and Barrick. Philippa and her husband reside in the San Francisco Bay Area. Philippa, welcome. Thank you very much, Amy. It's lovely to be here. Oh my gosh. So much fun with your bio. <laughs> it, that's what happens when someone's so accomplished. It makes me look a bit nerdy. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Oh, it's been a moment. Phil, but I haven't chatted and caught up since before camp started. So the spring and Philippa and Camp Chateau was my first marketing client heading out into the world of Unlock the Magic. And I love her. What have you been up to? Well, it's been a wild ride, Amy. So we had a dream of an amazing summer camp in France for women. And now here we are at the end of the summer and we had an amazing summer camp for women in Southwest France. It was, it was incredible. It's quite an experience. I was slated to go in July this summer. I decided that with launching my new business and taking care of uh, my husband started as MBA, there was a lot of things moving and shaking here in my world, my life. And I said, would I really please be able to come next summer instead of this summer? And graciously, Philippa and Teglin said yes. So I'm coming in summer 2024 in the session. Let's see. It's in it's in July, session seven. So and I can't wait to show it to you, Amy. You would love it. Is there a ghost hunting activity? <laughs> there is not a ghost hunting activity. What we have found is that the chateau is incredibly friendly. If there are ghosts there, we've decided they're very welcoming ghosts. Okay. No creaky floorboards slamming doors. It's all very, very warm atmosphere as you enter. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, so other than camp having just finished up, what moves are you excited to be making? Are you just going to hang out till next summer? Huh. Yeah, it's funny because people keep saying to me, so camp's over. I guess you've got nothing to do. Yeah. Like, no, so much to do. Yes, so much to do. Well, first of all, we are doubling camp. So this summer in 2023, we had 30 people each session and we had six sessions. Next year, we're having 50 people each session and we have eight sessions and we think we may end up with 10. And it's completely sold out, which is astonishing. Uh, but there are things that we have to do to get ready for that many more people. We have to finish off the top floor of the chateau because there's bedrooms up there that are going to be bunk rooms. We have some other work to do around the property, which will take a few months. And then we have to double our counsellors, double the food, double all the supplies, double the activities. 
and make sure that that all runs really smoothly. And at the same time, we want to keep working on our brand, make sure people know who we are. We don't really need to do any sales at the moment. And so we've shifted our marketing more into brand so that people remember us when it's time to open up 2025. You're not focused on what? Not focused on sales. Can you imagine a year ago yourself saying that to yourself? Absolutely not. I assumed that this autumn would be all about filling up camp for 2024. That's what I thought we would be focused on. And it's absolutely astonishing to me that that is not what we're going to focus on at all. Because in fact, what we have to do is keep our 6,000 subscribers happy, even though they can't come to camp because we're sold out. So I did have like a panic moment when I saw the email come out from Tag that said we're almost or we're just about sold out. I was like, (gasps) and I texted Tag and I said, please tell me I'm still slated somewhere. And they said that you had slotted me in. So thank you so much. We had saved your spot for you. Amy, <laughs> this is Amy's slot. No one gets this slot. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I'll talk to them at some point. I'm going, you know, obviously. And so it's on my calendar and I'm about to book a flight. I cannot what? wait. So now it's about doubling everything, doubling yeah. down. So what are the kinds of things you're thinking about from now until camp, which is like a year away? Wow. Three seasons away. We have lots of things we learned this summer, of course. It was our first summer. So we expected it to be a bit of a mess. <laughs> we were honest with ourselves, like, eh, let's see how we do. But we have a model where the first two weeks of camp are our founding members. And these are women who have invested in Camp Chateau. And we've told them, please come to our early founder member weeks and let us practice on you. And they were very, very kind to us during those two weeks. So most of what we learned was operations. We learned how do you pick up that many people from the airport? How do you get food on the table? How do you clear all of the dishes? Those very fundamental operational things were most of the lessons that we learned. We were a bit surprised to find that we didn't really make any changes to the concept because we were standing ready to pivot. You know, is there anything here which is not landing, that there's too much of, too little of? But we didn't really get that feedback what we got is make sure dinner is served on time which we can do (laughs) that's we we nailed that this summer by the way but it took a while so I think what we're really going to work on and Teg and I and my co-founders Leah and Linda we're brainstorming how do we make it feel the same with 50 people because a lot of the feedback that we got was that it was a very special week for someone personally transformative personally lovely because they felt connected to everyone. And so we want to make sure that the way that we expand does not lose any intimacy and does not make it where people are not willing to be authentic and vulnerable. Because if they start to feel closed up when they come, it's going to change the whole dynamic of camp. So we'll be focusing very much on that. And one of the ways that we will do that is by reaching out to our founders. We ask them lots of questions. If we do this, would you think that was good or bad? If we did that, would you want us to do more or less? And so we'll be talking to them. That's a hundred women who are able to give us really honest, candid feedback. So that's, we'll be focused on that as the hardest thing to do. The rest is just operations. The rest is just tasks to be done. Will you need more founders based on doubling everything? Well, actually, we've just closed Gold Founder membership. So nobody else can join at the Gold Founder member. We have a handful of platinum and diamond memberships left 
And so, yes, we do need a few more founders. They have to come in before the end of November. They have to come in at our platinum and diamond level, and then we won't be taking any more. Now, the founder members that we have have a three-year commitment. And so then it's likely to be three years before somebody can then take on a founding membership because someone would have to leave. You're rolling. It's amazing. (laughs) One of the first things you told me back in January or February, you said success will look like me walking through the courtyard of the chateau and hearing laughter. Yeah. Did you get that? You know, the first day of camp, so all the first founding members arrived for founder member week one. They all arrived in the evening and the next morning I was walking through the orchard and I was thinking to myself, my success criteria is women laughing naturally in the distance. And as I thought it, I could hear them the first day. And I have to tell you, it brought tears to my eyes because I thought, oh my God, this might actually be what people want. We may actually have got it right because we didn't know. You know, I would say the day before, when Tegwin and I were picking people up from all over the place, I was so anxious. <laughs> I was thinking, what if everybody arrives and then is completely disappointed or we've totally misread the time and the moment and this is not what they want? Maybe it's going to be a just terrible week of feeling terrible. <laughs> but instead, that first day, I heard people laughing and every day I heard people laughing. What I did not expect, Amy, were the tears. I fully expected that people would find a way to relax and rejuvenate, that they would spend multiple days not having to do anything that wasn't authentic and real for them, and that that would be restorative in a beautiful surroundings in the beautiful French countryside. Of course, that would be lovely, and there would be laughter. I didn't realize is people needed it so deeply, so much, that there were quite a lot of tears, especially on the last day. I mean, the last day, every week, the last day, people were crying, hugging and crying and saying goodbye. And we are now going to be friends for life. And it was the most magical thing in the world. First, thank you for taking me back there. Something you may, may or may not know about me since the last time we chatted was that I've been working on developing abilities and different gifts that have been coming online. And my clairsentience, I'm able to feel your energy. I just felt your heart and what you felt walking through and not only hearing the laughter, but I, I saw the tears. I felt chills within my chest and up through the crown of my, into my crown chakra. So thank you for that. I just got a personal glimpse of what I'm in for, for next summer. So thank you. And how exquisite something we had talked about before we hit record was How gorgeous is it when women are able to be truly authentic? And that's become a little bit of a buzzword because the workplace has used it for different reasons. But what we're talking about is that soul bearing, let me tell you about being in perimenopause and having a rash on my butt kind of authenticity. Absolutely. (laughs) The conversations that people had were astonishing. And what Uh, I learned about women, I mean, I know women are amazing, right? Women are amazing. They're goddesses. <laughs> like, yes. I, I am in awe of women generally. But what I didn't realize is that when you take away all competition, there was nothing at camp that you had to win. There was nothing that you had to achieve. There was no more sophisticated yoga pose you needed to get into or some higher level of self-esteem. There was nothing that we set you as a goal except you deserve a break. 
this is the time to restore and rejuvenate. And when you put people in that environment, women are amazing. People were so kind to each other. I've never seen anything like it. And I've worked with women you know, all my life, but often in an environment that's a patriarchal environment of some kind. When you remove all of that, they were just good to each other. And we had people of all ages. I mean, the youngest, I think, was 19. The oldest was 76. They were talking to each other as if they were girlfriends. They were sharing experiences. They were talking each other through issues. Like there were times where you'd come across a group of women and they were just talking through something one of them was trying to handle. And we have no intention of being in any way therapeutic. We have no intention of providing coaching or there, you know, anything deeper than come and relax and be authentic. But it just naturally happened. Women care for each other. And they did in a really wonderful ways. I'd love for when I'm there. I heard you say it's not a therapy space, therapeutic space or a coaching space. But what I would like to offer is two things that I've become certified in is one chakra balancing and then also restorative yoga. So either one of those while I'm there that week, I'd love to host one if you're open. Well, that would be lovely. And we encourage it. We ask our campers when they arrive, is there something you'd like to share mm. with the other campers? Yeah. And if there is, just add it to the activity board. We'll give you a space. Tell us what you need in the way of supplies. We'll help provide the supplies. Tell us beforehand and we'll get them in. And so we had, for example, one woman came and taught everyone how to make garam masala, which was fantastic. She came with all the spices, Oh yeah. made this fantastic spice blend, gave it to all the campers who came to her activity. Another woman came and she had those sound bowl therapy that she does. So she had brought a couple of small sound bowls and she just put five sessions up on the activity board, five women signed up and they had a one-on-one sound bowl therapy session with her. And we just, we said to people, anything you have that you want to share. We have a group of Chinese American women who are coming together next year. And they asked me, can we maybe do some cultural activities where we'd like to do perhaps a tea ceremony? Absolutely. Please, please come and share that with your session. It will mean so much to everyone. And that's more of the celebration of the individuality. I feel we talked about this a lot earlier in the year is that as women, as adult women, it's really challenging this day, this day to restore ourselves, care for ourselves or be taken care of, especially with the return to office work mandates and things of that nature. Women are once again, disproportionately impacted. And so that's all happening. So camp came in at such a perfect, beautiful time for women to feel safe, unmask and be able to really spend time in that, in that wonderful place. I have this beautiful vision of what camp is. And I genuinely, I'm, I'm like, I'm elated that I get to experience it in 24. So <laughs> did anyone ever talk about the, the school bus ad? I love that one. <laughs> I love bus ad. It's so great. <laughs> Dropping all the women off, getting on the oh, school. Bus. And it's like, kids are like, what? Where are you going? So one of my favorite stories from the summer, and there's so many, so yeah. many stories. I really should write them all down. But the moments this summer I really enjoyed is a woman that I've known for a long time. She has two small sons and um, she had not traveled on her own. And she came to camp. And at one point I caught her and she was, her phone rang. She picked it up, but it was her husband who was calling from America to say the internet is down. Uh, so the boys can't play their online games with their friends. And her response was, 
that's interesting. I'm going to jam making now and hung up. And everybody around was like, round of applause. Well done. I really appreciate you sharing that message with me. Bye. Thanks. Oh, that's incredible. And something that just came in was that I feel like you're going to write a book one day about stories from camp. And it's like a compilation of all these great experiences. Well, there are so many beautiful, beautiful moments. I mean, there were some really deeply beautiful moments. There were a couple of people dealing with grief who came and it was very important for them to be there. We had lots of people who didn't know how stressed they were until they came. And there was one point a woman said to me, all the stress is leaving my body in a rush. I'm going to need a minute. And and after about five minutes of just being very emotional, she said to me, I think I just had a stress purge. And I just didn't know there was another way. That is so important for people to have the space to just find what is their way that they want to continue. And a lot of people have said to me that the way they make decisions now is they ask Chateau self. Like, what would Chateau Philippa do before they make a decision? So I love that. Take those moments of self-centered quietness and try and apply them when you're back in the world. It's a very important skill to develop. I feel like I want to name this WWCD. (laughs) What you experienced from as a young girl, but then also now uh, kind of full circle moment. So there was a post you made on LinkedIn three weeks ago. You write, gosh and golly, and thank you, Chelsea Barton, for such a gorgeous write-up about your experience at Camp Chateau this summer. Now I am feeling even more homesick for the Chateau and all of our fabulous campers. Thank you for coming and sharing. And it's called Embrace Your Inner Joie de Vivre at Camp Chateau in France. Tell me about this. Yes, um, Chelsea came to experience camp, and we knew that she was going to write about it after she came. And we had a few people this summer. We had three or four influencers, and they've all posted their content now. And it's all amazing. And we have a TikTok that just went up that's got 900,000 views from one of our other influencers. Really wonderful. What Chelsea brought, I thought, was a really beautiful personal description of how camp went for her. Um, We had a lovely photos travel write-up that was sort of described what camp was. And it was really lovely. And I I really enjoyed that. And that was a beautiful write-up. But what Chelsea did was describe what it was for her. And um, I spent quite a bit of time with Chelsea during the week when she was visiting and she was looking for, she was looking for connection as well as doing this as a job. You know, here I am, I'm at a camp, I'm writing about something that's to do with travel. She was also looking for where do I find my people? You know, where do I find my friends? Where do I find my group? Where's my posse? You know, that was something I think that she was looking for as well. And what she describes in her article is really how she herself connected with joy and having fun and friendship, very comfortable friendship that she experienced during camp. And she also does an amazing job of describing the whole camp experience, really. Everything from beginning to end is very well described in that article. So we were particularly grateful to Chelsea that she took the time to be so thoughtful about that. What is your joie vivre? You know, everything that we designed camp to be is what brings me joy. So it's a totally selfish experience. You know, I myself went through my own grief this year because I lost my mother in April and it was very hard for me. And she was living in France. One of the reasons we were there in France is because I know it because that's where she had lived. In the middle of the summer, my middle daughter was at 
camp as a camper. And, um, and she said to me, you know, mom, we do watercolors and kayaking and hiking and jam making and essential oils and lavender bags. These are all things that Sony always did with us, which is my mom. Sony always did with us in France. She, you don't know you've made Sony camp. Oh no, I, I hadn't even noticed. That's exactly what we've made. We've made a camp that is all the joyful memories and experiences that I had with my mother in France and with my children, this family. And so for me now, the fact that this exists and is something that other women can get joy from is just an amazing, it's an amazing experience for me. And let me tell you, it beats banking, hands down. I'm feeling joy every day. And I'm also being able to help women into their next move. And that's really what I needed to be on the forefront of. And you are too. You know, that's what, that's really what we're doing. So beyond those amazing activities for Sony, did you have a, a nice moment with her? Did you get her presence during camp? Yeah, I think a lot of the way that we do things and a lot of the, um, maybe the sort of the relaxed nature of how things are done comes from my mum. Like she was an artist and she she was very much a just sort of shoot from her hip kind of person. I'm much more organised than her, <laughs> than she would have been, but I don't have her artistic abilities. What I've always said to people is I'm not artistic. I am creative. I can create, but I'm just not good with a pen and paper and paintbrush. Other people in my family are. Many of my children are very artistic. And so I felt her presence through us. And interestingly, now that I'm a grandmother, I actually feel this connectivity from my mother, her mother, through me to my children and their children, which is a very beautiful feeling. And when you're somewhere that's from the Middle Ages, I mean, this chateau is from 1206, you feel very connected to history. You feel this timeline running beneath your feet and that you're just sort of standing on it where people have stood for a thousand years and will stand for a thousand years. So there's a very deep sense of connection that comes from all of that. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing more about Sony. Now a kind of silly question. What would be yeah. on your blooper reel from this summer? We had one week, which by the end of the week, Tegwin and I, what is going on? Is Venus in retrograde or something? Because anything that could go wrong went wrong that week. Like it was, it was like a comedy holiday movie you know things like umbrellas falling into the pool and cars breaking down and people falling over and hornets in a bedroom you know it's like what is happening and that one week was just felt like we had you know benny hill music behind us the whole time but it just felt like you were running from one catastrophe to the other but we were having so much fun that it, it wasn't unhappy it was just a little chaotic for one week. So I think it would be a blooper reel from that one session, which would just be one thing after the other with a Benny Hill soundtrack behind it. Did you feel it was happening for you or to you? Oh, two, two. Really? <laughs> oh, I, I'm on this, I'm on this vibe where everything happens for me. So I really try to find like the connection point or like what my spirit team is trying to tell me. So I'm just curious of you said, but you, you were like, no, it, it, it felt like we just, I mean, Teg and I at times, we'd be passing each other at high speed, <laughs> solving two different crises. 
We're like, what is going on this week? And it was funny. We didn't find it. I mean, we laughed a lot because yeah. it became comical in the end. We're like, of course that exploded or that got burnt or whatever it was that happened. Right. It's weak. So it did you no, know, it didn't feel like it was for us to be honest, Amy. It felt like it was happening to us, except that by the end of it our resilience was even stronger. Someone could say it was for you. So then yeah. So at this point, sold out. Let's just call it. I mean, you will be sold out, obviously, for 24 very soon. And you have just a few founder spots left as well. What would you still say to someone? At this point, you can probably pick and choose who you share camp with in terms of, you know, I, I know how hard, and I only got a glimpse of it, how hard you worked for the past several years, getting really about everybody amped up and excited and into camp. What would you say now to people that are like, wait, you have camp and I don't get it. Or those are like, hell yeah. I just sent you a person recently that was like, wait, is that real? I'm like, no, yeah, it's very real. What are those conversations? How have you noticed that those are kind of changing now that you're not, you're not selling? Yeah. So we, we knew that all the people who came, especially the first few weeks of camp were pioneers, right? Cause they were bold. We didn't have a single picture of somebody at camp. We had a picture of activities. We had a beautiful place. We had promises of what we were going to do. And um, and we worked very hard to try and describe really what this would be like, because we didn't want people to be disappointed. I was talking to Teg about this just earlier today, actually. And we were saying, we think one of the reasons now, looking back at it, that we are sold out for next year. Is because we didn't put all our eggs into a marketing basket, right? We decided this is how much time and effort we will spend on marketing. Here's how much time and effort we will spend on making this a really exceptional, wonderful thing. So that when people come, they say this was an exceptional, wonderful thing, because there's no point marketing something that's a disappointment. And so we were fairly gentle with our marketing And then we went all in. As soon as the campers arrived, we didn't do any marketing at all. We only reposted their posts. We are real. Here's real people. Here's real women dancing in the courtyard. You know, we just kept posting, reposting what other people said. What I would say to people who are wondering, what is it? Now you can see. (laughs) Now you can see what it is. There's a lot of content out there now of people at camp, enjoying camp. And you know, the fundamentals of the experience are that once you arrive, everything is included. So all your food, all your wine, all your activities, everything is included so that you can just relax now, pick what you want to do. And then all day long, we provide activity choices that you can opt into. I'd like to do some watercolors. I'd like to make jam. I'd like to go for a meditative walk. I'd like to go foraging. Whatever it is that is fun for you and relaxing for you, you sign up for. And you could do two or three of those a day. Or you can just go lie by the pool or lie in a hammock and read a book. We encourage that as an appropriate activity. So camp itself now is much more fully formed because we have all the footage. Um, What is wonderful for us is it's what we wanted it to be. When you look at recent postings, so for example, the TikTok that's going viral at the moment, it was put up by Alison Wolf, um, and that's got 900,000 views. And I was looking at the comments, very similar to the Instagram reel that we had that went viral earlier in the year, that got three and a half million views. And the comments are the same. People are tagging their friends. 
we have to go to this, we have to go to this. They're saying, this cannot possibly be true. I've dreamt of this my whole life. This looks like a dream. And then you get a comment like, I would rather beat myself to death with my arm than be alone with a group of women in a chateau. <laughs> Can there just be one right in the middle? And the interesting thing with that is that means that people can clearly see who is going to come and who is not going to come because that person's not going to come. Like, we don't want you to come. Don't come to something you won't love. Come mm -hmm. if it's something you'll love. Yes, you'll be sharing a bedroom with other people. Yes, you'll be sharing a bathroom with the people in your bunk suite. If you don't want to do that, that's absolutely fine. Don't come. Because we don't want to change the product to suit the few people who don't like the product. What we want to do is to make this experience more and more exactly what people hope and dream it will be. There was somebody at the end of one of our camp sessions and she was standing in the courtyard looking at the walls, waiting for the shuttle to come. And I said to her, are you just soaking it in for one last time? And she said, I am. I really am. And I said to her, what do you think? It is about the groups of women who come here that mean that we all get along so well. There's something that's common amongst us all. And I said to her, I think it's boldness because everybody who's come has been so brave to just come to something that wasn't that well established. She said, no, I think it's hope. They hope it's real. And I said, that, that is an amazing answer. And I think you're right. People want this to be something that exists. And so when they come, they make sure that it is. What an exquisite expression of the divine feminine. Yeah. That's what happens when you bring women together in an authentic space to allow them to be themselves. And to your point, there's no more voice forcing or conforming or thinking everyone has to get along or like each other and all of that. And I give props to that person. That's like, I don't want to do that. Great. That's great. Fine. And yep. and it's, it's like, um, it's not being, there's this shift happening where, and I'm doing the same thing in my business where people who want to work with me are finding me. It's not my job to convince or persuade anyone, first of all, what I do, or if I can help them, that's not my job. So people who naturally gravitate are the ones who really resonate. And I feel the same way about camp. It's like the moment I heard this, it was like a, it was a hell yes. Right. And, uh, Teg and I also talked about this this morning saying, we're not trying to make something. We're not trying to make you want something. No. We're creating something and then we're telling you about it in case it's something that you would like. Yeah. And then we would love to have you, mm. right, which is a very different way of thinking about it. And it shocked us mm. that we sold out. We had sold out 2024 before the end of August this year. We couldn't believe it. We kept looking at the bookings going, this is incredible. And we had doubled the capacity and we sold out by the end of August. Then we added two more weeks and then we sold out again. It's astonishing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I knew it was going to happen. You did it. You both kept saying we're selling a promise. Well, you did it. Yeah, we mm -hmm. did. And there's 116 women founding members now and their mm -hmm. sense of ownership and community and, and connection to what we're doing it just gives us so much strength and support it really does it just feels like this community of women who are really actively involved in making sure that this is successful their voices are so important to us and they're very diverse voices we have nearly 30 percent women of color as our founding membership and we're going to keep leaning into that to see if we can have more and more and we just 
formed our diversity, inclusion and belonging committee and our founding members are on that committee, making sure that all our language is inclusive, that our program is inclusive, that we're making sure that this can continue to get better and better. Where we are right now is really good, but we know that it can just it can get more and more and more special every year if we keep listening. What I will say to everybody who's thinking ever of taking a leap and doing something different is everything you have learned until this point, you will use. You will. It all matters. It's all important. You might be in a completely different environment than the one you were before. But everything you've learned about communication, about leadership, about empathy, about conversation, about presentation, about risk taking, about risk management, all those things that we learn along the way are just tools we keep adding to our tool belt. And once we're given the opportunity to use them, we can do a really good job. And I am really proud of the excellence of what we've done. There were several people who said to us during the summer, you guys have thought of everything. And my co-founders and I said, yeah, because we spent hours and hours trying to think of everything. You know, where are we going to have a supply of tampons for people? How are we going to make sure that nobody feels lonely? How are we going to ensure that if someone has an allergy, they don't have a boring diet? What do we do if somebody can't really be very mobile? Like we just, we spent ages on every little thing we could think of. Because we wanted people to think about us when they do something for us with that level of detail. And that's something women are really good at. And we need it. So talking to the fans of Camp Chateau out there, where can we find camp, follow along, get updates from now until next season? Where do you want us to go? Yeah, go to www.campchateau.com. And at that site, you can sign up for our newsletter. It's the best place to stay in contact. We tell all our newsletter subscribers as soon as any new dates open up, for example. That's where you would find out. And so you want to get on that subscriber list. And then um, I would say do a Camp Chateau, hashtag Camp Chateau search on Instagram and TikTok, and you'll find some really fun content. Please like and share that content. The more people we have, the more fun it is to reach out to everybody. And we're finding that social media actually is our friend. And we Mm -hmm. found that it's nice to have a positive social media presence, that um, it's very, it's very uplifting. And so I would say go and enjoy that. And then as soon as camp opens up again, come to camp. Mm -hmm. You will have a lovely time. And it's not just a promise now. We have evidence. I open up the newsletter today. You can read about Pony Poo Tea. I can't wait. I see it. I saw that in the note. I was like, yeah. Uh, So closing remarks, Philip, as we we wind down here. I would say the thing that's been rattling around in my head a lot the last few weeks is, I don't know if anyone has seen this old movie, Joe versus the Volcano. It's an old movie that I love and my family will love it. So there's a moment when they're about to jump into a volcano and they look at each other and they say, let's just jump and see. We'll just jump and see and where I'm feeling right now is we did and it was scary jumping but look how amazing it is when you do thank you Philippa thank you Amy it's lovely seeing you again